Hello! And welcome to another episode of Listen. We're on season three uh, because I said so. I'm your host, Rupal Goyle, but you can call me Roops. This is a show where I talk about the intersection of diversity, mental health, and personal growth. Typically, that sweet spot of all three, something that is very near and dear to me. You'll notice this is a market change from when I used to talk about hot takes I had no business talking about. And then I moved into hot takes I had somewhat of business talking about. And I'm just going to talk about whatever I want. So really great to be here. Happy for those of you who have stuck around. Even happier for those of you who are new. I love all of my listeners equally. So excited to be here. I'm back in New York City. It's a big change. Um, and that is what we're going to talk about today is seasons of change. Specifically, how we're feeling in this quote-unquote new normal. Um, especially with COVID. We're not out of the woods yet, but how have we all adjusted to our environment today? And with me, I have my favorite guest, my guest who is always here for every season premiere. Trevor, would you like to say hello once again? Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm so happy. I get so excited when it's a season premiere because that means Trevor gets to be on and Trevor is everyone's favorite guest. Trevor, for the masses, remind us what you're doing. I'm currently uh, slightly appalled at how many times you said favorite. I feel like that uh, puts a lot of weight on my uh, shoulders that maybe I can no longer bear. My my legs are getting toned, which is great, holding all of that weight. However, um, to cut to the chase, I am currently a graduate student at Northwestern doing research things that I do not know how much I can disclose. However, it is energy related. So basically, he's really cool and really smart. And all of you already knew that. <laughs> no, let me, let me, I'm sharing the Trevor love. So always happy to have you back. The recurring theme for whenever Trevor is on as a guest is our mental health and well-being and how we've changed. And so the last I spoke to you, Trevor, I'm pretty sure it was when we were both in a reasonably healthy place this was <laughs> pre-pandemic um yeah I had just i had just moved to new york <laughs> you had started grad school things were kind of um shaping up to look a little okay and then everything changed when the fire nation attacked so Indeed. um just wanted to ask what do you feel for you personally with your mental health is different now other than the obvious than it was you know, pre-COVID, because I have definitely some thoughts. Different for me now compared to pre-COVID. Um, I'll say I was fortunate enough to start therapy. So definitely not in as bad and or as negative a headspace as I could be if I certainly left myself unchecked. Um, certainly had some issues and whatnot that I needed to sort of sort through and actually digest and reflect upon in a healthy manner with somebody who's qualified rather than myself who's not qualified. Um, but that was all before COVID. COVID just sort of gave another space to amplify some more negative thoughts and whatnot, which obviously was not great. Um, I would say at least coming out of COVID, um, right now my mental health is in a decent spot, I would say. Um, I would say from all of this COVID shenanigans and managing it, I have 
feel like I've developed some healthier habits um, in terms of, okay, let me not completely drown myself in work in an attempt to feel some semblance of belonging or some semblance of, oh, I'm not doing something and that's a bad thing. No, sometimes I need to take a break. And, you know, it's taken me a quarter of a century to figure that out. But taking a break because I'm tired and I am doing things. And sometimes I just need to refresh the batteries in a social, mental, physical sense. I feel like I am giving myself more space to do that. Um, whether it's like some nightly ritual where I'm playing Pokemon for like an hour and a half before I go to bed. Or actually making plans with other human beings that I care about, whether it's just to catch up with them or to actually distance myself from work and actually continue to foster other connections rather than just being alone, me, myself, and I, and my thoughts. So that's sort of where I'm at. I hope I answered your question. You did. You just went fully above and beyond. No follow-up questions. That's the end of the podcast episode. Thank you. Okay, cool. Done. Nailed it. But I mean, I totally get that, especially the idea that rest and relaxation is not a waste of time. Um, We live in a very, we're in a very interesting time right now where we've gone from placing all of our self-worth in um, the hands of other people and how they view us as productive people, our labor, our work. um, And we're shifting towards this idea of having more of a work-life balance. That's always been a concept and everyone's touted that. But you know, as well as I do, that we've always really (laughs) shamed ourselves if we took time off or took breaks because being productive is bad. Um, You know, like, like being restful, resting, recuperating, recharging, those were not concepts I really thought about. Whenever I was at work, I was, I tended, I, you know, making that my identity is dangerous. And so I'm trying to decouple those things, but I completely understand that idea of like the social battery and having to recharge and um, take care of yourself, especially for me now. I was, I am very like a very traditional ambivert. You know, people say they're ambiverts. Um, I am very extremely uh, down the middle. I love people i love talking to people i love getting to know people yes you do (laughs) but there comes a time where it's uh i need a day for myself and that's kind of the tricky part of me being in new york right now is i went from 16 months of literally no social interaction with anyone at all to coming back to the city and trying to squeeze it all in very quickly and then i got very drained very fast um and i was like oh my gosh why don't i want to see people i've I just want to lay in bed, um, realize, not realizing that I didn't give myself enough uh, rest and recuperation time in the middle. And just, I mean, there were there was a week where I planned things out with people nightly um, that whole week. And that is not sustainable for me. For some people, they love that. And that's awesome. But I think COVID has really changed the way I view my relationships, my time, and my um, the worth of my time. I don't like to waste a lot of time anymore. Um, although again, rest is not waste. So I don't Correct. count that as wasting time. Defining what, waste, what counts as wasting time. <laughs> what counts as wasting time. De- the definition, like you said, is really important, right? Um, for me, I'm going to ask you what yours is. So uh, marinate yeah. on that. <laughs> but for me, if I read a book and I take 
my Saturday to read this book and I don't like it, I get very irrationally upset. Or um, if there's a TV show that people are recommending and I know that it's out of my comfort zone or it's out of my sphere of likes, I might not want to watch it only because I know it'll be a waste of 10 hours of my life that I'll never get back. Or especially I've gotten really good about people and friends and um, managing my time with the people I spend time with and making sure that I'm spending time with folks that I really care about and value. And and they're going to reciprocate it. And they're going to reciprocate it. Exactly. Like uh, waste. Do not waste my time. <laughs> uh, I don't have I just don't have the emotional energy for maintaining acquaintances anymore. If that makes sense. Like. I love meeting people and I love making acquaintances and, you know, casual friends, but I've also found myself moving away from that and seeking comfort in the people that I trust and can be myself around the most, mostly because when you're at work, you're never a hundred percent yourself anyway. So after eight hours of being partially me, I would like to be fully me in the last couple hours of the day. Right. And so, um, if I haven't contacted you and you're in New York, it's not because I don't think you're a lovely person or you're a waste of my time. Please text me. Um, I'm really bad about texting people. <laughs> I'm notoriously <laughs> bad. But also, it's I will not make the time for people that are not nice. It's just it's just not time for that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I do agree. it. And I'm taking time for myself, which is nice. That's not a waste of time. Taking care of yourself is not a waste of time. But that's I would 110% agree. Um, I didn't want to interrupt you, but in terms of like sort of like change dynamics because of COVID and how we're managing work-life balance and whatnot, I mean, I think just a really good example is the concept of like a sick day. You know, back in the day, a sick day, oh, you have the sniffles, you have a headache. No, you need to go in. That's not like a dramatic enough reason for you to sit down and take care of yourself. But now it's like, oh, somebody, and certainly not the best, because, you know, not everyone has COVID and not everyone needs to be treated negatively because they have COVID for whatever reason. But now it seems like people are like, oh, you have a sniffle or you have a headache. Okay, please take care of yourself. Don't come to the office. Think about some the potential impact. Um, it is okay. And I think now that so many people can reliably work from home, like there's no need to go do it. But um. To jump back to the points that we were previously talking about, which was, remind me. Uh, The things I don't like to waste my time on. So it's my turn to say how I define wasting time. It is your turn. Oh boy. Oh dear. Um, I didn't have a very uh, conclusive and very uh, intelligent definition. Um, Hmm. For me, as a type one, in, in just an absolute incredible and devious inner critic, I say a lot of my wasting time is sitting reflecting on something completely out of my control and how it didn't go as nicely as it could have been. Or the one thing that's been done for a good long while now just sort of pops up into my head and I'm thinking, hmm, you know, maybe if I would have done this like three weeks ago, um, yeah, I wouldn't be so stressed right now. Okay, well, I didn't do it three weeks ago. So what is the game plan now? Um, 
say a lot of, yeah, my wasting time is just simply reflecting on things that I cannot control. I can't go back in time, rewind things. Um, and I need to do better about focusing on present and a little bit of the future. Um, but like my therapist was saying, be careful about how much the future you view, because that can also be overwhelming to think, oh, well, I need to plan out my next five years. Month. No, you don't. No, you don't. Taking a day at a time is good. But, you know, a couple of weeks, a month, maybe for like maybe like a key event or a year for once again, a key or very important event that you're planning to. It's definitely a lot more sustainable and healthier. Um, so that's ultimately how I'd say I waste my time. And it can be on work stuff. It can be on, oh, gaming. I was like, man, well, maybe if I played this character better and I was actually focused on the game, I would have been, okay, dude, it's a game. It doesn't matter. You're literally just using this to like decompress. Why is the thing that you're using to decompress a stressor? That's a problem. I totally... I totally get that as someone who has the current walkthrough for Ellie Noir pulled up on her phone because I don't like getting into the questions wrong. Uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I like I like knowing you did it right. So it's just nice to have it up as my safety blanket. But no, I totally get that, especially <laughs> beating yourself up for things that have already happened. Uh, yep. My brain keeping me up at night with things that are useless. Yes. Um, anxiety over something that has already happened or I cannot control, leading me to worry more than once. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. We are both very bad at that. <laughs> That's okay. We have both recognized it. And we and recognize that a, it. That is a good first step. The first step is acceptance. We've accepted that we are anxious worry warts. It's okay. Now, what are we doing to fix it? Right? I, um, I still do that. I'm it's a very slow journey for me to not worry over things that are out of my control. I will do it because my brain exists. And as she is here, this will happen. But it's this I mean, your self-care, you playing games and recognizing that these things are me are meant for me to feel okay again. That's great. And we should be doing more of that, especially with things like sick leave, where remember when we all would go to class, coughing, sneezing, yeah, probably with the flu, Disgusting. infecting everyone. That's Disgusting. so gross. It was just normalized. Just, it was normalized. Just absolutely ridiculous looking I, back at it. Oh, my God. Remember how in grade school or high school we would get awards for perfect attendance? What was that about? <laughs> I literally like my mom. So, yeah, for me, perfect attendance. I did have perfect attendance from kindergarten to 12th grade. And, yeah, just I can remember one time that I definitely was like, bro, I do not need to be doing this, like, just physically. Um, and I was just, why did I do this? Just be, just for, like, a piece of paper? Like, what does it accomplish? It does nothing for me. Now. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, I went to school every day for multiple years in a row. Okay. There are people that miss those days and or took days for themselves and still got the same grades as me, still did all the other things as me. So why do I need to do something that ultimately didn't amount to anything other than, oh, yeah, cool, I can write it off. What am I going to put on my resume? Oh, cares about that. That's Trevor that has Worthy. No, has no uh, bearing. Grade you know. nine, perfect attendance in one of your awards and honors sections. Absolutely. I mean, maybe for like a high school resume. Sure. But... <laughs> 
but it's i mean that's that's one thing that's one of the few good things that came out of covid was people understanding that taking care of yourself is not a crime and that we deserve better and that's led to obviously this uh new wave of the great resignation where people are leaving their jobs and trying to find something better and something more fulfilling and i mean i'm really proud of you if you have taken that step or are thinking about it and i wish nothing but the best and for those of you who are hesitating or are waffling um I hope you can find the answers you want and the peace with your decision making. Because I know it's, I mean, COVID is stressful for many reasons. Work is one of them. Social life is truly different because we are still in a pandemic. There is still that fear. Um, Even if you're like me, fully vaccinated, please uh, get your vaccines. Um, This is a pro-vax podcast. (laughs) But it's it, it, I have to say it, you know, I got I got to say it. But um, I'm fully vaxxed. My whole family is fully vaxxed. Um, we got the vaccination as soon as we were able to as a family. Um, and I still have that lingering fear now that I'm, you know, in New York away from them. I, you know, I feel more comfortable stepping out of the house. But I remember when I was home for 16 months, I did not leave. I was not leaving. All of my friends I saw, they came to me, which thank you so much. If you were one of the few people who visited me, (laughs) I really love you and I appreciate you. And it meant more than you'll ever know. But it was very weird. Um, And emerging from that, I felt like I was playing catch up with myself um, and trying to find who I was and find my footing. And I think it's okay that we're all different. Right. I mean, I've given myself the space to be okay saying no to things, um, staying away from things. And I know, thank you. <laughs> so proud. Um, for those of you who know me, saying no is uh, so hard to struggle with. <laughs> I struggle with saying no. I struggle with letting people down. I struggle with making people upset. Um, and I would like if it if I could appease someone by cutting off my own arm, I would. And now I'm being better about that. Right. We're only a limb. You know, just like a finger or toe, not the My whole arm. arm is still all in. I know, I know. Just a little tiny appendage, just a little. We're, we're not fully cold turkey yet, but it's all progress, right? Progress, not perfection. But I mean, I know myself in this, I know the phrase new normal is annoying, but in this new normal, right? In these unprecedented times, um, we're all trying to figure out who we are. And we're all making big changes. I know a whole bunch of people that just moved to New York and got like a fresh new start or people that are leaving their jobs, go to grad school, which kudos to you. Um, that's, you know, you're gutsy and I love it. But this whole idea of trying to rediscover ourselves after being alone with our thoughts for a year and a half, trying to see, okay, what all did I learn from that? incredible amount of self-reflection terrifying like staring into the abyss and the abyss staring back i'm like okay what did she tell welcome. me welcome welcome <laughs> welcome mind friend. of a type one <laughs> hello darkness my old friend but it's um this idea of rediscovery and rebirth is really fascinating to me i think we're all changing who we are in this new time we're not post-pandemic yet I'm not going to say post-pandemic. We are still in a pandemic, but post, um, what is the word? Post-isolation, 
post quarantine, maybe, right? How are you? How are you doing? And the what are some pieces of you that have shifted? I mean, positive, negative, all is accepted. From the start of the pandemic to now, however we want to define now. Uh, however we define now. Yeah. So like as you re-enter polite society, right? What's that? What does that feel like? Because I know for me, I get very excited when places are empty. Um, I've only been to one movie since the pandemic started. More than me. I know, right? <laughs> only been to one. And I was so thankful when there were maybe four people in that entire theater, including me and my roommate. Mm. Okay, so you already know my tolerance for general stupidity of other human beings was low. For very, very if- low. He is this non-existent. Um, you know, I, I do try my best to be patient. Um, but yeah, I definitely have noticed that my patience is very low just for really any, any amount of uh, stupidity nowadays. Um, I was coming back on the train from a celebration that we had for a new doctoral individual in our group who will be leaving soon. And so I sat down on the train after transferring. Yeah, there's just one dude on it. I believe he was communicating with spirits, maybe particles in the air that he could see that I could not see. Um, But talking, doing whatever he's doing. Um, But yeah, I mean, I had a headphones in. I was doing Sudoku, trying to mind my own business. And then he had like his own rap segment where he commented and said something along the lines, obviously I'm paraphrasing. Are lucky I haven't dropped my album yet. Oh, okay. Tell me why I'm lucky. Oh yeah. Educate me. I'm just saying this in my head. I'm just, I'm just filling in how I'd respond in my head. So he, he starts his verse and every other, every line ended with dough. And in my mind, I'm just, yeah, thank God you haven't dropped that album. Oh my, you would literally kill half the population with this garbage. Can you just be quiet? Wow. How unsupportive, Trevor. Come on. Just, just, yeah, just, so that's just an example of just me being at an all time low for just any amount of people doing something that just doesn't need to be done. But did you tell him to shut up? No. Why would I do that? I know. <laughs> Something we'll never do. Yeah, I'll think it to the end of time. I will glare at you and hope that you crumple under the weight of my stares as I pierce through your soul and hope that it resonates with something. But no, I, I don't say anything. Um, aside from that, I have been trying to push myself to engage in some social outings when. Everyone is vaccinated. People feel safe rather than, you know, try to isolate myself since I've done so much isolation in the past, however long it's been. Um, So I wouldn't say I'm necessarily breaking out of my introvert still, but I've had a good amount of time to recharge. Um, And obviously I'm not going to go out and be like, yes, sign me up for every party and every bar. Because if I look at a bar and you're in the bar, I'm going to judge you probably negatively regardless if you're vaccinated or not, just, I just judge people. And that's not a great thing that I do, but it is something that I do. Um, yeah. So obviously trying to avoid crowded places, 
Um, right now, since I'm taking public transit and I am unfortunately forced to interact with human beings on a day-to-day basis as I go into work, my patience is low. But I only snap in my mind and I haven't snapped on a human being yet. So unless you hear something about some boy in the news in Chicago doing something to somebody, I'm probably okay. I cannot wait to see you in the news. Please don't. don't (laughs) We're manifesting this right now. (laughs) On air, it's October 25th, 2021. Manifesting Trevor being on the news for a positive reason. Hopefully. But I totally get the whole no patience thing. I have no patience. Usually, I'm pretty like you. (laughs) I will internally judge. I'll never say it. I will never make you feel like I'm judging you because... It goes back to the whole I don't like to cause people pain thing. Um, but I do form opinions. Uh, and I sit there and I think terrible oh, oh, things. Do we form opinions? Do we form opinions? I'll but never let you know the opinion until you change it. And <laughs> change my mind. <laughs> until you've done something and change it. But, but I was... Mm, first impressions are a thing. First impressions are a thing. And a second first impression is difficult for me. Um but it's hypocritical for me to be like, I can't be on my best behavior all the time, but uh, you should be. <laughs> right? I 100% agree. I, I have the same thoughts. I was like, bro, this is so bad. What if, you know, they're just having a bad day and you just, wow, why can't you do this? I def- it's definitely something we got to work on. I, oh, agree. I agree. Absolutely. But I mean, I was in the deli today and there were two guys who walked in unmasked and I so looked at things. them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I looked at them, I did my as much of a glare as I could behind my mask, and then I moved away significantly, and they just kind of gave me a look. I'm like, you're in here, maskless. Don't look at me like I'm the weird one. Especially in New York. Like, come on. We know better. Population centers, man, it just takes one person, as we saw. It takes one person. It just takes one person. I don't know. It's just very frustrating, especially because... As someone who has, you know, immunocompromised family members, as someone who's lost family to COVID, I see irresponsible behavior. I see all of this. And it just, it makes me so sad because I have sacrificed so much. You know, when I was at home, I obliterated (laughs) my mental health and well-being pretty quickly. Um, And the bounce back has been very weird. Also reminds us all that we're very resilient and I really appreciate all the support systems I've had in place and I've been very fortunate and privileged to be at home with my family, but um, you know, just wear your mask and wash your hands and get your vaccine. Like it's it's truly so easy. Um it's like I don't like thinking about endangering my family. And the reason I'm even okay being this far away is because I know that if I go to the grocery store and come back, I'm not going to infect anyone and everyone's vaccinated. But, you know, it's just basic human decency so we can get out of this as soon as possible and go back to regular things and be okay and normal again. I mean, I went to my first concert uh, post-pandemic. Well, not sorry, not post-pandemic, um, post-quarantine uh, at home. <laughs> I know, right? We got listen, I work in DNI language is the biggest thing. But I mean, I was nervous, nervous. And I know you had to be vaccinated, you had to show proof of negative tests and everything. And um I wasn't gonna miss Harry Styles for the world. Um that <laughs> I love that man. Now it's out in the world that I love him. But 
<laughs> it wasn't I mean, already. It wasn't surely already. It was, surely, uh, surely it was. Surely oh, it was. listen, it's been documented on the internet since 2011. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what has it been? What? 11 years? Um, Nearly 11 years of loving that man. I hope he knows. But just the fear. And I remember talking to my roommate about this where it's people taking calculated risks. And this is one of them. Um, but if I was at home, I would have never done this. If I was around my family, I would have never done this. Um, and I made sure like I wasn't going places before or after. I was pretty much <laughs> home in my happy place, which is on my couch. <laughs> but then again, you know, it's the things we do to take care of each other. Um, getting tested frequently. Um, staying masked. Being okay. But also recognizing that social norms and social um schemes have changed and it's okay for you to have changed with them but i can only encourage people to do whatever is in your comfort zone i don't go out very much at all anymore to bars or clubs certainly not clubs i (laughs) the i really almost had a full anxiety attack the last time i walked into one i walked in and i looked at the folks i was with i was like can we leave please and we left within 45 seconds And I'm not going in this, not don't don't really feel it. But I would like to also be a functioning person again. Being a hermit is not good for me, but. It takes time. And like you just said, you're adjusting and rolling with the punches. The river has not yet settled. You're adjusting to the stream, adjust the current. You'll be all right. How are you adjusting? How are you doing? I think I'm doing decently. Um, I have. A decent support network up here that I'm leveraging. I got plenty of people scattered about that I am also bad at texting with and keeping up with. But when I hear from them, it's very good to hear from them. Um, in terms of going out and doing things, I haven't felt a strong desire to go out and do things, and I never really have. So good on me. I don't really feel like I'm <laughs> It's like, oh, you know what? Cool. I'm doing research now. And I have time to play Pokemon. Cool. Great. I am satisfied. Um, so I'd say I'm okay. Uh, but, you know, I was an introvert going into this, not an ambivert, not an extrovert. You ask somebody else, and they might still be very much struggling and trying to go to as many things as possible. In which case, do what you got to do. Just stay safe as you do. Exactly. Safe and responsible with anything. I was an ambivert. I'm still an ambivert, but now I lean more introvert. I need my time. And sometimes living in the city, I deny myself that because I feel like it's wasting time if I don't go out and take advantage of the fact that I live here. But then again, it's like we said, it's not wasted time. If you're resting, (laughs) I also pay rent. So might as well. Got to get that paper. Got to get get the paper. Got to get the bag. But as always such a pleasure so good to see you so good to have you on do you have any last comments on our seasons of change in our season three premiere hmm. any last words hmm. i think just remembering that you are human you will have flaws you will struggle you will succeed And remembering that life is definitely upswings and downswings and 
you can definitely be in an extended downswing. Doesn't mean that there's not an upswing around the corner. I think that's an important perspective to have. Obviously, it can be very difficult to keep that long-winded, broad perspective when so many negative things are weighing you down in that moment that you should honestly focus on. But as I said, you are a human. I hope you do know that humans are also social creatures and that you've probably interacted with other humans before. So just know that you're not alone and there are definitely plenty of other people that are probably going through something similar or have gone through something similar. Um, whether or not it's just in this time for COVID or something before or even something after. So don't hesitate to reach out and maybe even listen to somebody else. <laughs> listen, exactly. I mean, my last thoughts are take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Um, and if you text me and I don't text back immediately, I'm really sorry. I'm just really slow. Um, please double text. Um, double text me, please. I love double, triple texters. As someone who is a hesitant double texter. Um, <laughs> hey, don't make that face. Don't be the mean. The face has been made. I can't take it back. <sighs> Fine, I am okay. a man. I accept you and your judgment. I rebuke it. <laughs> <laughs> but again, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on for another season premiere. When season four comes me. out, I will hit you up yet again. <laughs> Don't need to thank me. No, no thanks necessary. But some, you know, I, I thank you for being my friend and for being in my corner. I'll let it <laughs> You're like, fair enough. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for joining me on Listen. You can catch me on Instagram at Listen with Roops. I have um woefully fallen extremely behind on twitter and facebook mostly because facebook is in shambles as it should be and twitter is a cesspool so honestly yes. you can probably just find me on instagram i think that's good right i hear covid is all about this whole era that we're in is about setting realistic expectations so my realistic expectation for you is to see this on instagram and nowhere else <laughs> <laughs> but again thank you for joining me this week Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.